So we're holding by Shmuel Beis where a parach of Gimel Pasuk Tezvav. The learning tonight should be a schusi lenishmas of Bechiel Mechol Benasher and Yecheskel Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda's was a schus for Fuch Shleimah for Moshe Ben Miriam Yosef Ben Achman Chava Chaim Elazar Ben Rachalei and Chaim Moshe Yeshua Ben Malka. So we started last time telling about a story about three warriors, either the original three that we mentioned previously, or these might be a new uh, list of three: Avishai Ben Yehu and Asal, but. Regardless of whoever it is, there were three warriors that approached David in the harvest season. Uh, David was encamped in the cave of Adullam, opposing a Plishti army that was in Amek Rephaim, but there was a small detachment of Plishtim in Beislechem. So they approached David in the fortress. Vayisave David vayoymer. So David desired greatly, and he said, Mi ashkeni mayami bar asher If only someone would bring me some water, some f- cool, refreshing water to drink from the well that's near the gate in Beislechem. So David expresses a desire for water. So Pasuk tezayin vayivku shloshes hagibar plishtim. So the three warriors break through the camp of the Plishtim, that were in Beislechem, Vayishavu Mayim Ibar Beislechem, they drew water from the well, Ashabashar that was by the gate, Vayisu, and they carried Vayaviu al David, and they brought it to David. But however, Vayavu Lishtoisim, he refused to drink it, we'll see why in a minute, Vayasek Oisim Lashem, instead he poured it out as a pouring to Hashem. Now, the Mepharshim say, imagine the skill involved here, breaking through the Plishti garrison. They would have been trying to counterattack while these men were drawing water from the well. They wouldn't have been able to defend themselves while they're drawing water from the well. And then to get the water back to David without spilling it, while they're fighting off a Plishti garrison, must have taken extreme skill. So Pasuk Yitzayin, David expresses his reasoning for not wanting to drink it. And he said, Far be it from me, Hashem. May to do this, from drinking this. The blood, this is the equivalent of the blood of the men who went to risk their lives to get it. David felt it was not appropriate to drink since the men had risked their lives, and therefore he refused to drink the water. This was an action that was done by these three warriors. So there, there's a very strange story. There's a Pashup shot of how to understand it as well as a deeper shot brought by Chazal. So first on a Pashup level, basically David expresses a, a desire to have a drink from the waters of Beislechem. However, when he saw how risky it was, he regrets it. That's how the Radak learns. However, the Abarbanel says that David never may actually makes a request for water. David grew up in Beislechem when he was young, and he expressed a desire. No, rather, he reminisced about the water that he enjoyed when he was young. So his men went, and this is also based on the Mefarish in, in um, Divri Ayamim, that the men went on their own and brought the water to surprise David, but David never formally requested it. So David refuses to drink it because he felt that water that the men had risked their lives, it would be too trivial of a use for him to simply drink it. And so therefore, he is mekadesh for Hashem that he's going to be offered in some way to Hashem. Now, what does it mean that he poured it to Hashem? Did he actually do a Nisa Chamayim? So Taisus Rid says he did not do a formal Nisa Chamayim with a Mizbeach or a Bama, but rather he poured it out like an offering and not in the literal sense of the word, but rather he refused to use it and get any personal use, just like a carbon that's hegdish. However, the Medrash says that David did indeed bring a uh, uh, bring it as a nisachamayim on a bama. It was mutter to bring a bama at that time. And so he built a bama and he poured it out to Hashem. The Abarbanel says David didn't use it right then and there, but rather he put it aside and at some future use, he would use it for a nisachamayim. There's even a shita in the Gemara in Yushalmi, that David used this as a Nisachamayim on Sukkis. 
And in fact, the Ralbag uses this as a proof that you see that there was a Nisach in the Beis HaMikdosh and that there was a Messiah for it because David never would have served Hashem in a way that was not the right way to serve HaKadosh Baruch in the Beis HaMikdosh. He never would have served him on a Bama, just like he wouldn't have brought a Tzvi, a deer, which is a Chaya, on a Bama because it was not Mutter in the Beis HaMikdosh. So too, he would not have done a Nisach with the Mayim if it wasn't something that was part of the Avoid in the Beis HaMikdosh. And from there, the Ralbag brings a Raya that there's a source here to the Nisach at least in Tanakh, from here, from David. Now let's turn to the deeper understanding that the Mepharshim bring down. It's really based on a Gemara and Bavakama and Dafsamach base. The basic problem is, and this is going back really to the previous story, where we had the field, one was lentil, one was barley, right? two versions of the same story between Divrei Yamim and Sefer Shmuel Beis. And now we have this strange story of David desiring water. He mentions the location of the water in, near the gate, and the men risk their lives. a very strange story to go and get David water. So the Mepharshim explain that really... The Mayim here, the water here, is really a reference to Taira. Shar, the gate, is a reference to the Sanhedrin, which stood near the Shar. As we see when Willane in um, Megillus Rus, that Boyaz goes to the Shar, he goes to the gate, because that's technically where the Bezdin sat. And so, although later the, the uh, Bezdin would move to Yerushalayim, at this point, the main center was Beis Lechem, where the, where the Sanhedrin was. And when it says that David had a taiva for water, it means that he had a taiva to ask a question. He had a shaila to ask from the Sanhedrin, which was located in Beis Lechem. So David had a certain question in Halacha, which is called Mayim. And the three Giboyrim risked their lives to go to the Sanhedrin, ask the shaila, get a psak halacha, and bring it back to David. So David's shaila, this three shot and brought by the Amarayim, exactly what David's question was. So the first uh, shot brought down is that David wanted to know, is it mutter to save yourself by destroying someone else's property? In a case where you're not mechuyiv to pay back the owner of the property. So for example, in David's case, there were plishti soldiers hiding in the field. He wanted to burn down this field of barley and lentils, right? That's the soirim and the adashim we mentioned previously, to, in order to kill the plishti soldiers that were hiding there to save himself. So that was his shaila. So the answer that came back what from the Sanhedrin was that normally for a regular person this is Aser, but since David is the Melech of Akal Yisrael, his water is mutter for him to use, quote-unquote water, meaning this pshat, uh, this, this halach is mutter for him to use. However, David took a personal uh, degree of chumrah on himself and refused to use his privilege as a Melech to benefit and, uh, uh, and destroy the field. Second pshat is that the Gemara says that the army of the Plishtim and the army of David were opposite each other. David's forces were in a field that we, where there was barley. The Plishtim were in a field of lentils. David wanted to know, could he feed his animals and his soldiers' animals the food from the barley field on the condition that he's going to repay it when they kill the Plishtim in the lentil field? He'll repay the barley owner guy with the lentil fields. And the answer was that a king... Uh, um, that uh, a king doesn't have to pay for the use of fields. We learned about this, the Mishpat HaMelech, but a commoner does. David, again, chose to be machmer on himself and not rely on this heter. Finally, the third shot in the Gemara is that David wanted to know that this field, there was barley, um, there was lentils concealed that were hidden in a field of barley. So David wanted to know, is he chayev for the hidden barley? 
uh, for the hidden lentils. I'm sorry. Now, normally, a person might be potter because it's really a machloikis. But uh, the chamim hold that it's a machloikis. You have yudan chamim. The chamim hold your potter because you wouldn't expect the lentils to be hidden in the field. However, since David knew the lentils were there, he would be chayev if he burnt up the field again. This would be a military move to harm the plishtim. But David, although he would be chayev for the barley, would be potter for the lentils um, 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 since one wouldn't expect them to be there. However, since David knew that they were there ahead before he started the fire, he would be chayev for doing it. Just to end off, the reason why, according to this pshat, why David would not... So, so what does it mean David didn't want to benefit? David did not want to say over this halacha in the name of the messengers because that's what it means he wouldn't drink from the waters because he had a tradition from the Bezdin of Shmuel that when someone puts himself in danger for words of Torah, you don't say over the halacha in his name. And the Masha explains beautifully on the Gemara because what's the, what's the concept of saying over halacha in someone's name? Is that it brings the Geula closer. However, somebody who risked his life when he shouldn't have and in order for Taira, you don't reward the person by bringing the gula closer. That's not an act that's worthy of bringing the gula closer. And so the punishment is that we don't say it over in the person's name.